0: With 18 games left to their season, the Flames must go 14-4 and at least to make sure that they make the playoffs. So every game is a playoff game. You're Locked on Flames, your daily podcast on the Calgary Flames. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Lockdown Flames. As always, I'm your host, Jess Belmosto, joined by my Tuesday partner in crime, Nick Zeraris. Nick, how are you?
1: Uh, I'm glad the Flames won last night. I I was tired, and I was debating, maybe I'll just go to sleep. And I was like, you know what, let me see if they can do this. And Tyler Toffoli saved us with, what, four seconds left in the game? That was nice.
0: Yeah, it was like 4.2 seconds left. I was banking on him hitting the post, because that is just how his his season has gone this year. But, uh, you know, thankfully, that wasn't the case. But before we dive into it, make sure that you're subscribed to Locked on Flames wherever you're getting your podcasts, and of course, on YouTube as well. That way, you never miss an episode, and you can come hang out with us in the comments and talk, because there's a lot to talk about as we move forward into this Final,
1: final stretch of the season. It's going to get tight around here. The NHL has the schedule set up this way on purpose where teams are only going to be playing teams in their conference, mm-hmm. in their division, the last month of the season or so to make all these games matter. Because even if you're playing the bad teams, like you're playing San Jose, you're playing Anaheim, Arizona, those teams still got to play their games. And you fumble against one of those teams, you look doubly as stupid. Because, if, like you said in our intro, Every game is a playoff game when you need to go at least 14-4 and to have Mm -hmm. a chance here. The Flames have played a 539 points percentage to this point in the season. Next in front of them is Nashville, who's at 566, and then Colorado, who's in the last playoff spot at the moment, is at 607. Colorado's dinged up. Their goaltending hasn't been great the last week or so. But Colorado is a team that, if they get in, could be very dangerous. So Mm -hmm. for the Flames now... They can't worry about anything that's going on around them. It is every single game you need to find a way. And last night, everybody was looking at it! It was 2-0 early, Dallas scores, Dallas scores, 2-2. Two two. Oh, we're doing this again! The <laughs> Flames found a way last night. It, I don't know what the right analogy is to use, like kind of getting like defibrillated off the mat, like I was gonna do the the off-the-floor, on-the-board thing that uh, Gary Thorne said about Paul Correa in the 2002 Cup Finals, because that's what it felt like. You have another multi-goal collapse down the stretch here against a good team, you're effectively hanging it up for the season, and we can talk about a lot of what went into it. but. Every single game is a playoff game at this point. Yeah. There, it, there's no more excuses. There's no more. There's time. It's if we don't win at least two thirds of our games the rest of the way, we're done. That's it. We're going to play golf.
0: Yeah. No. Exactly. And that's the thing is, last night, like it just it felt so good to score that first goal and for Nick Ritchie to score that first goal and then you know. It just it felt very much like a flames game up until like the midpoint of the uh, third period. I was like, "Listen, this is this is going to overtime. We're gonna have a Joe Pavelski like OT winner. Like, there's no there's no reason for me to stay up." And then within the final seconds, our Lord and Savior Tyler Toffoli was able to pull through. And I just I said it last night on. Uh, Game over when it was Audi, but like it was just so shocking. And it was not a game that I would have expected them to win. Everyone, no. everyone was like, oh, I took the under because based on how the playoffs went. And fun fact the Flames scored more goals last night than they did their, their entire series against the Stars last year.
1: Yeah. They the thing is when Dallas got that first goal, I was I felt very apprehensive about the direction of the game because we've <laughs> seen the Flames blow these multi-goal leads, whether it be to the Islanders, to Ottawa, to a handful of teams where they've been up two or three nothing, and then they've blown it. And one of the things I saw over the weekend, and I forget which of the statistic websites posted it, but the Flames went from like a 70 percent chance to make the playoffs down to like ten percent. Yeah. In the month of February, the Flames lost like 60% of their playoff possibility just by being mediocre, by going one win, one loss, one win, one loss for an entire month. While teams that gave up, Nashville gave up, they traded away a top four defenseman, one of their restricted free agents and Nino Niederreiter as well, another top six forward and said, it's not our year. And they passed the Flames in the last month, And it speaks to just how difficult this entire situation has been. Now, you go on a crazy heater and people can overlook, you know, wasting the first 50 something games of the season. People yeah. will be a little more uh what's the word I'm looking for? Lenient. Um,
0: yeah, lenient.
1: Yeah. They'll be a little more forgiving that you you put them on a roller coaster for four yeah. and a half months if you sneak in here. Now, you sneak in here, anything's possible. That's the stupid part of my brain that's saying, hey, the Flames have been underperforming all year. All they need is three good weeks, and they're on a heater going into the playoffs, and then suddenly no one wants to play the Flames. that That's the kind of delusion oh, yeah. you have to put yourself into here. you got to uh, well, gaslight yourself a little bit as a hockey fan, otherwise you'll never be happy.
0: Right. Last night when it was like 4-3, I was like, ooh, yeah. guys, this is this is looking really good. Truly <laughs> building this false hope. And then Dallas tied it up, and it was just like, dumping just a water on a fire and it was like all right that's out and then Tyler Tofoli did the thing and I was like oh my god wow gaslighting works but you know like we've said every game here is a playoff game Yes, this is and this is like in baseball if you're baseball fans you know the play-in game and you have one you've one game to make it into the playoffs well the Flames have 18 of those games but it's a do-or-die situation each and every night. And And it's it's, a real
1: challenge. It's a real challenge because the Flames have played tight disorganized, and kind of, you can tell that there's more than just hockey going on as to why the Flames aren't playing particularly well. Like, they are a very tight team, and when I say that, I mean, they're very prone to, like, little mistakes because they're pressing so hard. Because they're trying so hard to not mess up, you're more inclined to mess up. Everybody who's ever done anything is well aware of this. When you're really stressed out, and you're just trying not to make a mistake, you're more inclined to make a mistake because you're thinking about it so much. You're not just playing the game you're not falling back on your systems you're not falling back on what you're supposed to be doing you're overthinking it and it's been an issue all season now Mm -hmm. you find a way last night that's a great boost for everybody involved in that game you saw it in the handshake line after they won the game they were going down the line the hugs in that line were very tight because everybody was like wow did we need that Wow! That felt awesome to win a hockey game like that. It's been so long since we've been able to win a game like that against a good team. Don't forget, Dallas hung a seven spot on Colorado on Saturday. The Stars are one of the best teams in the West. They have one of the best goalies in the entire league. As we all know, we saw (laughs) it last year in that first round series where Jake Ottinger said, all right, you're just not scoring. I am a brick wall. You are not scoring.
0: Yeah, and that's a fantastic point is this probably felt so good for them because it was against a good team it's not like you're going out there and you know you're escaping the skin of your teeth by the skin of your teeth against chicago arizona one of those teams like you're truly playing a playoff contend- contending team and it's the they have to stop spiraling that's, just yes. have to stop spiraling. Like, I get it. You're stressed. It's like when I was stressed out about transferring colleges and I made pasta one night, went to put some Old Bay on it, and I opened the uh, share side instead of the sprinkle side, and I just lost. It. I was crying on the kitchen floor because the one thing that I wanted was no longer available to me because it's ruined by seasoning. And that's how this season is probably going to end if they don't do more
1: of what they did last night it's the one thing i will say before we go to the next segment good momentum can catch on very quick all it takes is one good game one guy to have a little bit more confidence than they've had the last few weeks and that can swing things in a game like hockey where it only it really only is a handful of plays that decide most games you get one guy playing a little bit better on those handful of plays as a team that's lost so many one goal games you get one or two more of those plays that decide the game to go your way all of a sudden you can maybe talk yourself into a crazy heater
0: yeah you just keep gaslighting yourself and you'll have that extra confidence in your step and suddenly you're winning by two goals instead of one with four <laughs> seconds left But uh, coming up next, we are going to talk about just the sustainability of Nick Ritchie in that top six and the way that we need things to go for Calgary. But before we do that, I do want to uh, take a moment to tell you about our friends at FanDuel Sportsbook. We are well past the midpoint of the NHL season, and now is the perfect time to download the FanDuel Sportsbook app, America's number one sportsbook. Uh, right now you can get the no sweat first bet bonus bets with up to one thousand dollars back. that is a fantastic fantastic offer. Um, I got like 10 bucks back when my first bet didn't hit and I'm still still working on that ten dollars because I'm too afraid. yeah to do something big. We,
1: we don't unit shame whatever you feel comfortable <laughs> betting go yeah. ahead it's for fun. You're exactly. supposed to be having fun with this. you don't want to be stressed out about it you no. responsibly.
0: And that's the thing, is you want to make the games you're watching more fun. So, you know, like, how are the Knicks doing? They're doing fantastic. They're on nine
1: in a row. Nine (laughs) in
0: a row. So, are you going to take them the next game? Are you going to take them on the money line? What are you going to do?
1: Maybe, maybe. (laughs) Typically, when a team's on a long winning streak like that, that's typically when you get out on the money line run. When, When you win kind of improbably like they did the other night where they won on a shot with one second left over a double team. You don't really, you kind of realize you're getting a little bit lucky, kind of like how we need the Flames to be down the stretch here. But now would be the time I'd probably get out and I would take the other, whoever they're playing next. I think they play tomorrow on the money line because you're typically not winning 10 games in a row.
0: No, but you can go ahead and check out fanduel.com slash lockdown. For all of the sports betting props and odds that you're looking for when it comes to betting on your favorite teams, games, and leagues. And don't miss the chance on your no sweat first bet to pick up up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com slash locked on. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. I have a question for you. Shoot. It's. I promise it's not about Indeed when I get fired, but um, when you, when you saw the lines last night or you know the projected lines, what did you think of Pelletier playing in that top spot?
1: I think it's a good opportunity. I mean, at this point, you have to be throwing the kitchen sink out there every night to see what's going to work because. Every game is a playoff game. What's the thing the commentator says at the end of the water, boy? You can't hold anything back. It's the last game of the season. You can't hold anything back here. You got to get creative and you got to find ways. That's the thing. I'm glad he's getting a chance to stick. It's important that they integrate him well so that by the time next season comes around, he has a real chance to stick in the top six permanently and can really kind of establish, get a good footing on himself and really come into next season ready to go where he will be a contributor not just uh well we'll see what he's going to be
0: yeah and i completely agree with you there i think that like you said we're putting anything we can together we're we're over the kitchen the Luch- sink yeah we're over the Lucic in the top six we've we're we've tried that good for him you put nick ritchie your newest acquisition in there and he scores what what do you make of that
1: um they have been trying anything to compliment um Kadri and Huber though they have not been able to find a wing to complement how they want to play the logic behind putting Nick Ritchie with them is he's a puck retriever mm-hmm. that's his one elite trait I went through every single statistics website I'm subscribed to I subscribed to five different ones trying to find what the flames saw and what Nick Ritchie brings to them He's very good on the forecheck. He is bona fide elite two standard deviations away from the mean and four checking traits. In, in pressures per 60, so just pressuring guys who are trying to retrieve the puck, he's all he's two full standard deviations above the mean, which puts him in the mid-90s in percentile. So he's one of the best four checkers in the league and pressuring people who are playing the puck. And then he's one and a half standard deviations away from the mean on retrieving dump-ins. And we know, the Flames love to dump the puck in and oh, go yeah. get it, So this is a guy who can go get the puck. Now, when you're trying to assemble your lines, ideally you want a distributor, a retriever, and a shooter. That's your ideal line composition. You want one of each, if not, if you have a guy who can do both very well, that's a bonus, but ideally you need at least one of each to have your lines properly constructed so they're gonna function properly. Mm -hmm. Last night, Richie had a good game. they were dominant when they were on the ice. They controlled play at both ends. They only conceded like two or three chances against total. They did a really good job in both ends of the ice. And probably not sustainable. Being that Nick Ritchie played ten fifty a game as a Coyote, uh, you're probably not going to get a lot out of him long-term in the top six. Um, if he's just going to be there to go um, play fetch, basically... I was just going to
0: say he's the golden that, retriever of yeah, the Yeah,
1: he, if he's there to go play fetch so Kadri and Huberto can focus more on chance creation, in a vacuum, that's a fine idea because he's a good puck retriever. Hmm. But if Huberto is going to be so pass-first, that's going to make it where it's going to make it where Richie's the only person who's going to be banging down low, trying to make plays happen at the net front, which he was good at last night. When you go look at the heat map from the game last night, a bulk of the chances came from that area lower than the circles, which is where you want to be shooting from. Those are the most dangerous chances, and the Flames all year have struggled at getting the puck to that dangerous area. So it's great they got a good game out of him. You don't know how sustainable that is for the long term. I mean, I'm going to let you jump in here and then I'm going to go and read you what Nick Ritchie's, all of Nick Murchie's metrics would be on the Flames based on how he played in Arizona. Mm -hmm. But you're cautiously optimistic.
0: Yeah, that's the thing. And, you know, I did get to see a little bit of Nick Ritchie when he was in Boston and he is a very streaky player too. You know, he might go on a little bit of a of a tear a goal scoring tear and then it it just drops off and you don't see another goal until you don't even need a goal from him though
1: that's the thing you don't even need him to score goals you just need him to be getting the puck every single time it's loose like we said you need him to be the golden retriever going to get the puck the rangers have done this for Since Panarin got here, they've Mm -hmm. always made the opposite, until Kane got here last week, until Kane got to the Rangers last week, Mm -hmm. they've always had the opposite wing of Panarin just being a puck retriever. Just somebody who will go get it. It was Jesper Faust, it was Colin Blackwell, it was Barkley Goodrow. it's always been somebody to just go get it so that, that he can focus on creating offense. Ideally, that should work conceptually. If Richie's going to get the puck, Huberto is setting up, and Kadri's gonna rip. That's your ideal, that's your ideal. Will it work long term? I mean, so the only stat of Nick Ritchie's metrics of chances, uh, goals, expected goals, high danger, the only stat he would not be the worst player on the Flames in is high danger chances for. He would be 14th. Granted, that includes defensemen, but And if you're a a forward who's generating less high danger chances than a defenseman, that's probably not a great sign, but he's been on a very bad team for several years now.
0: Right.
1: He's got a very specialized role where he only has one responsibility.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: This is something I've talked about a lot with trying to put guys in situations to thrive. Don't focus on what they're not good at. Let them do only what they're good at. Nick Ritchie is a really good four checker if that's his only responsibility and they're still generating offense without him really doing a lot to put the puck on the net you take that every time if he's just there oh, yeah. to play fetch and they're still outscoring the other team they're not hemorrhaging chances against you take that every time
0: yeah no and you're absolutely right you know i think that that, that definitely provides you know more of a silver lining than him just kind of uh being his brother in terms of just a big dude yeah so you know it's it. it's okay it, it's gonna yeah. be okay again there's only 18 games left in this season
1: it worked let it, it worked. run until it doesn't work once yeah. it
0: stops working
1: then okay maybe it's time you take him off that line but until yeah. it stops you roll
0: it yep and then you just gotta keep figuring it out hopefully um i would love to see walker doer back in the lineup as yeah. well i know that uh, he got really banged up in the game against uh, Minnesota. So hopefully last night was just kind of like a, hey, cautionary thing. And they're not, you know, you have to make room for Nick Ritchie. Uh, but I just, I again, I think it's time to just kind of let Doer play over Lucic. I think you're just, that won't happen in, in Daryl Sutter's world. But... That's okay.
1: Hey, we made it 20 minutes without complaining d- about Daryl Sutter. That's pretty good.
0: I think that's a, a season record. I, I will, I, I'm not going back and listening to all the tape, but I'm pretty sure that that is a season uh, record. And uh, next segment, we're going to wrap up the show with some Jacob Markstrom love because it's it's deserved. It is time for the new dad to get some love here on Locked on Flames. But I do want to tell you about our next partner that has a product that Tyler Toffoli has started using, uh, and that is Athletic Greens. Athletic Greens is a simple nutritional replacement uh, for your fistful of multivitamins and it's great because it's just a scoop in your cup of water every day Uh, you're getting 75 high quality vitamins minerals whole food sourced superfoods probiotics and adaptogens long story short it's really good for you helps boost your immune system gets your brain working well anti-aging properties as well as that immune system uh, if i didn't already say that but it costs you less than three dollars a day so you're investing in your uh, long-term health. And I can tell you it's about half the price of this coffee that I'm holding if you're watching on YouTube. So that's great. And you're getting that all-in-one nutritional insurance. So right now, it is time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with the convenient daily nutrition. It is just one scoop in a cup of water every day. It's pretty simple, right? Simple microhabit to start building into your life and to make it easy athletic greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune supporting vitamin d in five free travel packs with your first purchase all you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com nhl network again that is athleticgreens.com nhl network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance and while i have you guys here Please make sure that you are subscribed to Locked on Flames wherever you're listening to the show right now and uh, throw a little five-star rating there while, uh, while you're listening. It's free.
1: Support your content creators.
0: Yeah, please. <laughs> We'd like to, you know, eat and yeah. pay our bills and maybe go to a hockey game.
1: Yeah, it'd be nice every now and then. I'm finally getting to a Ranger game. I haven't been to a Ranger game since, like, November. I'm getting to a Ranger game next week. It's Mm -hmm. too expensive. We're only going next week for my friend's birthday. That's the only reason I would justify paying what it costs to get in next Thursday. Yeah,
0: I was going to say, I feel like you're probably without, like, part of your intestines or your kidney your liver what did you it's my
1: friend's birthday so i'll, I'll suck it up I, I winced like you know the video of the guy at the jewelry store with his girlfriend like his hand shaking putting yeah. a card in the debit card machine that was me pressing confirm order on the oh, tickets
0: and then you'd see the yeah uh, oh. and you're like, oh.
1: especially because wow. he didn't venmo me for the tickets until like two days ago so oh. I, I i had that that minus in my banking app for like a solid week and i was like oh my chest
0: <laughs> Please, Oh, Oh my God, that's brutal. But, uh, you know, if there's one thing we can celebrate on top of your friend's birthday, it is Jacob Markstrom.
1: Two good games in a row.
0: When? When? When was the last time we saw that?
1: When you are struggling, it is baby steps. It is one shot on goal at a time. It is Mm -hmm. one shift at a time, one period at a time, one game at a time. You string together good saves, good periods, good games, you get on a heater. Not going to guess anything because goaltending is stupid. There's just no other way to describe it. You cannot forecast it. It is the most unpredictable, high-variance position in all of professional sports. There is no way to forecast what's going to happen going forward. But when you are struggling, you take that. Two good starts in a row is good for him, and it's good for the team. You know it's been weighing on him, he said it more than once that, I've been bad this year, I know Mm -hmm. I need to be better. We talked about in the first segment that it probably felt really good for those guys to win last night probably feels great for him knowing how hard a season he's had to get two good starts in a row and where there's actually going to be a discussion now granted they're on a back-to-back so tonight it'll definitely be Vladar but you know going forward it won't just be a even 50-50 split there will be a real discussion of well Marky's given us two good ones in a row we got to keep rolling him right yeah that's the way this works when you are in a survive in advance kind of scenario you ride what works until it doesn't
0: yeah You know, it's just, I'm so happy for him. And I think that this was, it was so clear that last night meant a lot to this team. I mean, you have Jacob Pelletier trying to lift up Elias Lindholm after he scores. Like, things are just, took long enough, but things are meshing well. They look good. Markstrom, like, I genuinely thought that the Flames were going to, allow like 12 goals last night i was like this is this is just gonna be that kind of game but it wasn't
1: the problem wasn't. for him all year has been the easy ones he's been saving yeah. the hard ones all year <laughs> but he's still got an 890 save percentage because he's let the stupid ones in
0: yeah and you know when you when you have that metric that literally measures how good you are at your job i think it's so easy to allow those numbers to get to you yeah and to just let that just eat away at you. And, you know, I'm so happy for him. Him and his partner just welcomed their new baby last weekend. And it's just like, ever since then, he just kind of, the weight of the world is like off his shoulders and he can focus. And it's it's great. It's so nice to see. And I think that he is one of those players that, I think all goaltenders are really, that are so hard on themselves. Yeah. Because you have one job.
1: It's it the is to stop the puck. Speaking of that, in the Hockey Hall of Fame in Toronto, the goaltending exhibit, that's what it says on the sign over the door. This is the only position in all of sports where perfection is the expectation. Yeah. It is the only position where you are expected to go out there and pitch a zero every single night. That right. is is a—that is kind of, it's crazy when you think about it in that context. Of It's the only position where you're expected to go out there and be pretty much perfect.
0: Yeah, because, you know, like, I'm thinking, like, it spring's here, spring training's here, so my brain is, like, already transitioned into baseball here. But, like, you know, if you go out and and the batter makes the uh, contact on the on your pitch, your outfielders and your infielders, whoever, you can kind of count on them. It doesn't yeah. matter that they made contact. It just matters if you get that out. So you don't – quite literally, goaltending is just that position. It's just you. It's just you, and you better hope. It is not one of the Flames standing in front of you to tip it in and get that deflection because that is something that we have seen so many times this season. And if you were to tell me, hey, the Flames uh, allowed a deflection, I would say, who was it? Chris Tanev, Because he has been.
1: Oh, he's gotten he's so unlucky with that.
0: This season. Yeah. It's been so bad. But yeah. it's it feels so good to talk happy things yeah. about this team. Hey, man. Maybe they
1: get on a run. Probably not, but I don't have salt to throw over my shoulder, but we're we're trying. I'm going to go put my spoon under my pillow and see what I can do.
0: Right. Like, I'm going to get, like, some some of those church candles. Yeah. Light them and have, like, the flames' faces on them and do some sacrilegious praying to those candles. It's fine. Bust out the rosary. Just, you know, just. Whatever we
1: can do. Gotta pitch in.
0: Because at this point, <laughs> I think we all need to just buy into this and gaslight ourselves for the remainder of the season and just ride it out because... Let's
1: see what happens. Let's see, see what that. happens.
0: Let's get see nuts. That. Yeah. I was listening to 32 Thoughts uh, earlier, and uh, Elliot Friedman was just like, yeah, like the Flames just like aren't making the playoffs this year. Cold Takes Exposed is coming for you, Ellie.
1: They're in the single digits. They got like an 8% chance of making the playoffs. That's okay.
0: 8% isn't zero. Correct. So, we'll see y'all later this week. And hopefully we are still riding this high of the Flames winning one game. But it was a good game. And that's what matters. Two points is two points. No matter how you slice it. So, Thank you, everyone, for hanging out with us today. Uh, make sure you're following the show on Twitter at LO underscore Flames Pod, as well as on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. We're free. Uh, always appreciate y'all commenting. Um, some of you have been very funny in the comments. Yes. And, uh, you know, we appreciate everyone else playing Armchair GM with us. It's so much fun. Uh, thank you for always being kind. And make sure you're following us on Twitter. Uh, because we are terminally online, uh, you can follow me at Jess Belmasto and Nick at Nick Zeraris. Huh. Oh boy, go listen to Locked On Stars and see how they're doing. I haven't, I haven't checked in with Dane today, but hopefully, hopefully he's doing well. Overdraft fees are just the worst. Get up to 200 in
1: fee-free overdraft with a Chime checking account. Sign up today at com slash Goals24. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bancorp Bank N.A. Or Stripe Bank N.A. Members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply.